While they're all talking state standards, we're sitting on a bar stool making fun of them. Classroom Brew Podcast. everyone welcome to another episode of classroom brew my name is ryan i'm a teacher coach run this podcast do a bunch of i mean we're all teachers we all do a bunch of different stuff uh, i want to give a big shout out to our patreon members that is lish james cindy melinda sabrina leslie leo and adam if you want to go above and beyond to support the show just go to patreon.com slash classroom brew no spaces no numbers anything like that to get some podcast merch or access to bonus content available only to patrons so cheers It is. It's been a day. We had to take our dog Marty to the vet. Um, if you have a dog with allergies, you know that it can develop into hot spots or severe scratching of a certain area, and it's not ideal timing to take him to the vet because, well, one, he hates the vet. In the, in the past, he has had to be sedated to have uh, exams. We haven't had to do that the last few times. We just have to dope him up on trazodone. Um, so I can see him across the room right now. He's just chilling. He's, he's very sleepy. Poor guy was so brave, though, um, knowing that he had to go to the vet. He did such a good job. But uh, it's nerve-wracking because we are transitioning a bunch of stuff into not-going-to-be-here mode. Or for those of you who are teachers, and most of you <laughs> listening to the podcast are, um, you know that when you go away for any amount of time, it's more work than if you were to just be there. Uh, whether you're sick or dying or whatever it might be, making plans for a sub is really difficult. Uh, the same goes for even the podcast. So I'm going to be gone for my wedding and honeymoon from October uh, 13th through October 31st, and I'll return to work on November 1st. Uh, again, wedding and honeymoon stuff, which is great. But I've spent basically the past one and a half to two months preparing for that. And it's actually pretty stressful because... <laughs> Uh, currently the plan is to have students in my core classes do a research paper. That's why I've been trying to front load a lot of like writing based stuff. Uh, but I'm not going to be there to actually walk them through day by day. And honestly, it was that or busy work because I I figured I'd rather come back to one major thing to grade as opposed to a little over two weeks worth of busy work to grade. I also just don't like busy work. Uh, but that's the plan. And then my, my AP kids are going to be doing some stuff on the College Board uh, AP Central site with videos and stuff, and also just taking notes and reading and hopefully discussing. And then I've got a course which is more focused on senior requirements. And hopefully they do their college applications and scholarships and uh, what else is there? Other stuff like that. Uh, basically, it boils down to I have four different types of calendars for the four different types of classes that I have. One substitute teacher who will be there the entire time, which is nice. And in one case, I have a co-teacher who will be there for one group. But um, I don't know how it's going to go. 
I really don't. In terms of the podcast, I've had to just record ahead a little bit, but we also have, toward the end of my time away, we will have a guest host uh, who just sent me the, the file for that, and you guys will see that on episode 325. I will give you a warning that for 324, I'm not a singer, but you're going to hear it anyway uh, for a, a little two-minute parody song. You're not going to see it coming at all. It's going to be way out there. Uh, but yeah, so I'm going away for the second half of October. Honestly, you guys won't really notice much of a difference in terms of listening because I've got like three or four or five episodes banked that are going to be coming out. I might have overstated that. It might be three, possibly four episodes that I have banked. Um, but I can't complain. The, the process of getting time off and paid time off for that, uh, my admin has been very good to me, uh, approving that and essentially sandwiching sick days in between uh, or on the outsides of, or I guess sandwiching personal business days in between sick days. Um, but I've kept it all very above board and it was just approved. So I should be good to go. And that's nice because I can't take a two plus week hit financially. I don't know anyone who could, especially if you have just paid for a hefty wedding with hundreds of people coming. It's not ideal. Um, students have been great. They've been congratulating me and some of them knew from last year or even the year before if they had me because uh, it was a year and a half long engagement where I did it over the spring break of 2022. Yeah, 2022 is spring break. I think I got that right, yeah. Uh, but it's sweet to hear some, some kids that uh, I know well or don't know well congratulating and stuff like that. Uh, they all know the plan for while I'm gone. I'm sure some will definitely not do what they should be doing, but I'm going to think positively. I think that's going to be the, the framing of this episode is positivity. Positivity when you're going to be gone for a long period of time. Substitute positivity, if you will. Um, that's what it boils down to. Is, are, is there going to be any follow through from the adults, the substitute teachers, and the students who know what they need to do, but will they do it? And it makes me think of I know that one of the excuses is going to be like, well, I wasn't here on Thursday and Monday and Wednesday of these weeks because I hear that all the time. And it's really going to boil down to everything is digital. How responsible are you going to be while I'm gone? Uh, I had him sign up for topics in my, I'm just going to take my core class, for example. That's admittedly the one that I'm the most worried about. Three sections of a US history course. Uh, the other two courses that I have uh, a little bit less worried because it's really you do it or you don't and you'll see the results when it comes time for your exam or your time to graduate. And uh, so for the core class, which I'll focus on, uh, again, I broke it down into four tasks, which is choose a topic, do your research, write a rough draft, do your work cited, put your rough draft into final draft form with your work cited in there. Seriously, four tasks, not hard. And I'm aware that the writing levels and the reading levels of my students are super low, possibly the lowest in a very long time. But I'm kind of at a point where there's, oh, I, I just want to get baseline data at this point. I've done so much more writing in the first, what is it, two months of school now, knowing that I was going to be gone and knowing that instead of like a presentation on a historical figure, it would be a research paper because that gives me a chance to see like, how do they do when someone just generically says, go ahead and research outside of don't use Wikipedia and Google is a search engine, not a source. Uh, we'll see though. I don't feel great about it. 
but I've done what I can to front load the writing and I've done what I can to front load even the research portion by honestly setting up current events as a research-based activity. And then I can go one-to-one working with students around the room for what is and isn't a good source. That's my strategy, at least. Some of you guys are like, cool, that's not revolutionary. And I'm aware, it's not supposed to be revolutionary. Just trying to do what has worked in the past and see how they do. Um, but it is going to boil down to, are they doing what they should be doing on a, I won't even say day-to-day basis. Because I gave them like a, a set of tasks they would be doing. And I sectioned it out by like what you should do each day. I know they're not going to follow it on a day-to-day basis because they're not going to see, at least for my core kids right now, my sophomores, they don't understand that the day-to-day building of stuff you do in school leads you to your end result. They haven't noticed that. When I just pointed, (laughs) this is incredible, when I just pointed out to a couple students that, yeah, the work you guys do are to build on the skills that you're going to be doing on the assessment. Like, you know, it's all standards-based, right? And they didn't, they didn't know. They shook their heads and they're like, oh, that's kind of good thinking. And I go, that's, that's how, isn't that how school has always been? I think they just thought when you get to high school, it's just busy work for the sake of busy work. And then there's an assessment that's unrelated somehow. I don't know. Doesn't bode well for them. But um, so we'll see. We'll see. I'm not sure how it'll go. Um, one of the things that I wanted to make note of is the pass rate, for example, in my first period class. For us, school starts at eight in the morning. That first period is the first hour of the day, approximately, uh, eight o'clock to 8.50. And then they're done. That's the class period. That's it. 50 minutes. That's all we get. Uh, that said, the main reason, I think my class average in there is like a 49%. And the lowest we can give students in 70% of their weighted categories is a 45%, which mathematically, if, if a student has a heartbeat or they're just on the roster and they do nothing, you get a 31.5. I had to read, I thought it was 32, but it's 31.5 for doing nothing ever in your life, you get a 31.5% in the class. So it's up to you to get the rest of the way to a 59.5 so you can pass at minimum. The problem is I have a lot of students that are at that 31.5. And their big complaint is that I'm never here. But what I've done, and let me pull up the, uh, not my usual recording spots. Hopefully you don't hear any of that uh, feedback. I'm sure you will because technology hates me. But um, I, had to send, I send an email almost every week now, in addition to my email saying like, hey, I'm gonna be gone for a while. Just a reminder to not hold me accountable for grades not being entered while I am on uh, paid time off. Um. Again, I've sent an email. I'm going to have to make sure there's no uh, names in here. But it's just, it's literally, I think I call it first period concerns. And it's just a, here's what I've been trying. Do you have anything that I could be doing in addition? So I've been sending these quite a bit now. So uh, let's see, the original email. There's so many of them, so I'm scrolling down. I apologize for the bit of a delay here. Uh, I wrote, I had some concerns regarding my first period students. As it stands right now, only two students are passing who have high Cs and the rest are failing due to the number of missing assignments. I have already slowed down the pace and eliminated a number of assignments. I often cancel the do nows slash bell ringers and the exit tickets for their class and even provide them extended time and days where they can remediate their assignments. 
more than the other class periods by comparison. <coughs> yeah. In addition, all of, the, all of the materials are provided on Google Classroom so students can work asynchronous, asynchronously. I'm, I'm reading too fast, I guess. Uh, I have also called and or emailed the parents and guardians for all of my first period students to seek solutions and inform them of their students' tardies, absences, missing work, incomplete work, etc. Uh, with all these adjustments, though, students simply are not doing the work and or are not turning it in if they take it home for extra slash additional time, as an, as in additional time on top of what I provide in class. With the passing rate of my first period so high and my adjustments for instructions uh, for instruction listed above, is there anything else you would recommend? Then I had to add in later on uh, an additional thing. After another couple of weeks, my concerns for first period are continuing to grow. As of today, the class average is approximately a 40%. I guess I've gone up then, from about a 49. On any given day, attendance is around 10%. In addition to the modifications listed in my email from September 14th, I even canceled my Unit 1 assessment in favor of a workshop where I evaluated students on nine power standards while they worked on missing work and corrections on a one-day extension. This was essentially a buy one, get a few free deal depending on how many assignments they did and how many corrections they made. The class average on this workshop was 33% due to more than half of the students not attending that day. No one has come to see me for makeup either. Of the students who attended, the average on this workshop was 85%, which, in addition to their makeup assignments, improved their grades from 5 to 12 percentage points, depending on their grades prior to the workshop. Slides and materials are still available for asynchronous work, and I have, conver- I have had conversations with parents, guardians, and students constantly to remind them to be responsible for their work, even if they are absent from class. This is the whole point of posting these things on Google Classroom. In addition, I have moved all student-to-student discourse to the digital space. I have seen zero improvement on student engagement slash discourse. Again, students are simply not doing the work in any capacity, even though I have already done, or sorry, even though I have done approximately 60% of my usual workload compared to other sections of the class extended time on that lesser number of assignments and expectations, and implementing more study hall type class period approaches. I'm getting some phrasing in here. Um, there's some other stuff that's more school specific that I will, I will leave out and some student related stuff. Then I wrote more recently. Uh, gotta find it, gotta find it, gotta find it. Here we go. The class average grades and attendance uh, are still dropping as time goes. Students are now at approximately 50% of the workload compared to all of the other sections. I have taken away the late credit deduction and I have made all assignments, notes, and engagement opportunities available digitally and asynchronously. I sent home grade reports today, which I am requiring a parent or guardian signature for. I have had commitment conversations with each student who has been present the past two days of class, going over strategies for getting to school and remembering to do makeup work that they missed slash did not complete. And there's more and more and more. (laughs) So if you have any other suggestions for first period when they're not showing up and they're not coming to see you and when you go to see them in other classes, they're not there. If you have anything else that I could try, let me know. Classroombrew at gmail.com. I am desperate. And I love that it's all on me at this point. I will say that my admin has been very supportive. Uh, If you have, it's been approximately 40 days of school, I think. And some students already have 35 uh, absences, complete absences, not just for my class period, school in general. So I feel pretty good that I have covered my ass and this is just a message to everybody else. (laughs) 
even when you try best laid plans, right? Even when you try everything, sometimes it's just not going to work. And at this point, I don't think it's me. I really don't. I know the world of teaching and education will make it seem like it's the teacher's fault, but I, I really, honest to God, believe I have tried everything. There's more that I haven't even listed on there. But yeah, I don't know. So we'll see. <laughs> Ending on that note, I, I feel like some students it will reach eventually. I should point out that that is also that class in particular. I have non-English speakers who have to provide uh, heavily modified work and translations and translators and all this stuff. Uh, I, I promise I'm doing, doing everything I can, but if you have suggestions, I would appreciate it. So, but thank you guys. Uh, this is going to be the, the last time that you hear me before recording something that is actually before. I don't know what I was trying to say there. Uh, I'm going to be going away for a little bit, but there are still going to be episodes every Thursday whenever you get your uh, usual classroom brew time in. I think the episodes post Thursday at 4.30 a.m. Central Standard Time. Uh, again, we got a guest host coming up. We have a parody song coming up. And I don't know if I'm going to be able to pre-record for the week that I do get back because admittedly, recording a podcast may be the last thing I want to do my first few days back in the country. But we'll see. But hey, thank you guys for uh, all your messages and comments and uh, emails congratulating me and all that. I really appreciate that. It's very sweet. Uh, whether I, I know you well or don't at all, that's that's very touching. So, um, But give a big shout out to uh, our Patreon members. We have James, Lish, Cindy, Melinda, Sabrina, Leslie, and Leo. I think I did that from memory. and I think I did a pretty damn good job. Uh, but thank you guys for supporting the show. If you want to go above and beyond to support the show, just like those one, two, three, eight people, uh, just go to patreon.com slash classroom brew. That's where we have the podcast merch and all the bonus content that you only get on patreon.com slash classroom brew. So thank you guys so much. Stay safe, stay warm, because it's getting cold out there for some states. For me, at least. I'll be tropical, so it'll be good. But class dismissed. This is Classroom Brew.